Hi, this is Bob. Today I have an interview with Planter. Planter is from Sweden. They released Chasing a Dream. This album is 46 minutes of inspirational lyrics and powerful symphonic progressive rock. And here is my interview with Planter. Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello there. How is everyone? Everyone is very good. Thank you. How are you? Doing great. I want to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Thank you for having us. And congratulations on Chasing a Dream. It's a great album. Thank you. Thank you. How was the recording process for you this time? Uh, been arduous. Uh, <laughs> since uh, ever since the first album, we've been we've been doing everything pretty much by ourselves. We uh, never really had the resources to go to a big studio. Uh, So there's been a lot of home recordings back and forth, uh, testing things out, experimenting. And uh, then when everything felt good, we did the the final recording with uh, said our bass player uh, who has a home studio. Uh, So we recorded everything over at his place. Um, And... uh, that was it, pretty much. But but it yeah, a lot of back and forth before we got there. I wanted to ask you about the title track. It's a great song. Um, will mm-hmm. will you release it as a video in the future? Uh, we've been talking about doing something like that. Again, it's it comes down to uh, economics. Uh, we would like to uh, do more videos in general. And I think uh, the title track "Chasing a Dream" is a great candidate for that. Uh, it's a it's a great song, as you mentioned. So yeah, if 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 uh, the economy allows, we'll probably do a video. I wanted to ask you about Astral Prison. The song has a great feel for it, and I love the way the song progresses. Um, did that song come to you in two parts, or did did it all come together at once? Well, it's it's uh, it's an interesting one actually because um, I'm here with uh, Emmanuel, uh, our drummer, uh, and he wrote the music for it. I'm not sure if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, sure, I, I can do that. Um, um, uh, me and Johannes are a keyboard player. We uh, went to my place, and uh, I just had uh, this uh, simple idea uh, of the music, and we we started recording uh at the same time in the writing process and uh um maybe the uh, the idea took us like two and a half hour to to record everything um uh keyboards uh, yeah just just the music stuff and uh uh yeah you you did some vocal uh yeah, you, you came to me with an idea that you had because I, I wasn't really sure what this was because they've been working, uh, you know, on their own with this song. And they presented this to me and I asked them, so do you have any idea for, for the lyrics? And then Emmanuel here told me that, hey, yeah, I just watched an episode of, what was it, Thundercats? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, were some there was some mention of an astral prison in that episode. I can't remember which episode it yeah. was. Uh, it was something 
something like that. Yeah, and I just took that title, Astral Prison, and started looking into it and thinking of something that you could write about that theme. And and I got into a lot of weird stuff like Hinduism and, and other, other material, source material. Uh, so it's uh, very much up for interpretation what the song is about. I think it can be about a lot of things for different people. For me personally, if you take a more uh, symbolic approach to the lyrics, uh, it could be about and depression and, and negative thought spirals and, and being stuck in a loop without, you know, a way out. Mm -hmm. Another track I wanted to talk about is Transcension. It's also a great track and I think it will render itself live. Um, how did that one come about for you guys? Uh, another interesting one, because it's actually written mostly by one of our newest members, uh, Kalle, who is our second guitar player. Uh, so this is kind of his first contribution to the band. And he is extremely influenced by uh, the great British bands of the 80s, like Iron Maiden. And I think that kind of shows through in the, in the music. Um, and then he had no idea at all for, for what the song should be about. He just had the melodies and, and the kind of feeling of the song that he wanted to get out there. And so again, it came up to me to come up with some lyrics for it. And I listened to it, got a feel for it. And I liked that kind of upbeat, hopeful feeling of the song. Uh, I uh, wrote some lyrics about a subject that I think is very interesting and very, uh, what can you say, like um, uh, relevant today, maybe, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, transhumanism. Like the, look at the stuff that Elon Musk is doing right now with Neuralink and all that, you know. Um, so uh, it, it's about, it's a hopeful song about using technology to make humanity better, pretty much. And if you guys could pick your favorite track on the album, what would it be and why? Um, um, yeah, well, I, for me, it's the title track. Um, definitely. Um, and uh, I don't know, it, it, it was, uh, uh, we wrote the song maybe 10 years ago or something but we never never did a record really um rec real recording i mean you just did demo tapes and that's it and uh uh we we thought that it was um how do you say hmm i mean we we as we play the song today is something else than we used to do 10 years ago, mm -hmm. um, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's evolved. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I think, I think uh, as, uh, as a musician uh, now, we, we, we're, yeah, I don't know. We're playing the songs different. Yeah, I mean, we've evolved as musicians and as a band. 
and and we're kind of bringing the songs with us as well but yeah fun fun fact about chasing a dream uh it it was actually the first song we ever performed live back in 2012 mm -hmm. yeah uh, so it's kind of weird that that we're not releasing it as an actual recording until our second album mm -hmm. but it's it's great to finally have it out there but to answer the question for me personally i think astral prison is my favorite of the album just because i got to uh, play around with it a lot when it comes to the vocals and um, because the other songs on the album which are also great songs but uh, they are uh, a lot more rigid in their structure and the arrangements there's not much room for experimentation when it comes to the vocals because there are so many melodies and so many layers to all of those songs so I just had a lot of creative freedom with Astral Person. And I think you can even hear it in my voice when I sing it, that it's 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 fun to perform that one. And so that's why that one is my favorite. And the vocals sounds more interesting uh, when you have the chance to experiment with it, with the, the lyrics and... Uh, um and the vocals as well so i think in the future uh, uh from from my perspective i can do the music parts mm. and i'll send you over uh <laughs> the rest <laughs> i'm gonna get more i give the rest to you <laughs> yay i wanted to ask you could you speak of the album artwork and the artist that was involved yeah, I can do that. Uh, so the guy's name is is Nicholas K, uh, or Nick K for short, and uh, he was also the guy who made the artwork for our first album, Lost Between Dimensions. And I found out about him from I've always been interested in art and digital art, so I found him way back when he was doing YouTube videos. Of, of himself making these drawings for different like board games and stuff. And I especially remember seeing videos of him making digital paintings based on the um, uh, Games Workshop uh, franchise Warhammer. And I just thought that, hey man, uh, this guy could do some pretty great metal album art. <laughs> so I, I contacted him and um, he was game. And he did such a great job with the first one that we uh, wanted him for the second one as well. Yeah, he did an absolute amazing job. And also, yeah, in, really listening, in listening to the album, the arrangements are smoother, yet there's a there's a raw feel to it, almost like a live feel. I wanted to know if you were looking to, uh, as how the album would render itself on stage when you did it. Personally, I always think about that when I write music, uh, because I'm a you know concert goer myself. So whenever I write music, I always think about how is this going to sound on stage? What's what's going to be the experience for the audience here? So, um, I think I think most of us actually had that in mind. Um, and when it comes to the sound in general, that, that raw feeling, I think a lot of that can be attributed to the mix and master done by, by said, actually. 
Uh, it's a very, very unique sound in today's metal world, whereas the bigger studios, it, it all kind of sounds a little bit the same when it comes to the sound. You know, you have these uh, triggered drums and, you know, standard plugins for everything. Uh, right. So I, th I think uh, I think that's a big part of it as well. Mm. Absolutely. I, I agree. And will you tour the album? Well, the world is what it is right now. Uh, we would love to tour the album. Uh, but again, it comes down to economics and logistics in this case. Uh, it's very hard to get gigs, uh, at least here in, in Sweden. And Palantir has never played live outside of Sweden before. But it is something that we would love to do. Um, but right now, we're not really sure about how to make that possible. But, I mean, if anyone out there wants to book us, just contact us. <laughs> and are there any tracks that didn't make the cut for this album? Um, actually, yeah. We did have... Uh, one or two tracks that didn't make the cut for this album. We uh, we've been along uh, around for a long time. Uh, we started out like 2010 originally, and as all, already mentioned, "Chasing a Dream" was one of the first songs we ever wrote and played together. Uh, so there were a lot of songs that didn't make it to the second album, and we still have a lot of unused material laying around, but. Some of it may never see the light of day because we've grown so much since then and we just think that mm, we can do better. Uh, and uh, other songs, we'll just have to wait until the third album. And um, as far as influences, what bands have influenced you guys? There's a lot of bands. Um, where, sh where shall I start? I don't know. Uh, Dream Theater, Symphony X, um, Iron Maiden, um, Halloween, Gamma Ray, uh, all those German power metal bands. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and that, that's another thing. Like uh, every member has so many different influences, and I think that's what makes our sound so unique because it's such a weird mix of things yeah uh, i personally listen nowadays to a lot of electronic music like synthwave and stuff like that uh, and 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 prog uh, modern prog metal one of my latest favorite bands is a, a danish prog metal band called uh, vola mm. really love them and the australians in uh, voyager uh, stuff like that, and we also have a lot of like neoclassical influences in the band, like uh, Johannes and Friedrich. Uh, they uh, listen a lot to bands like Rhapsody, Ingwie Malmsteen, and uh, uh, Gelnerius. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, and the, and the list goes on. It, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's so many elements uh, that we um, um, that we're using. I mean. Uh, for me as a drummer, I, I play in several uh, um, tribute bands, cover bands, 
and I play drums in church. Um, and uh, the, the music I uh, we use in church these days uh, is also a part of my uh, uh, music recordings I do these days. Yeah, and, and another thing about regarding influences uh, that I often think about is uh, there's a lot of musicians out there that kind of only listen to their own genre they have this kind of elitist mindset mm. and i think that's really hurting your music if you are like that so i like to keep uh, an open mind and, and push myself to to listen to things that i would normally not listen to myself so i'm always very happy when someone comes to me with new music and new artists that i've never heard about even genres i've never heard about uh, because if you do that, you'll broaden your frame of reference, and you'll be uh, you'll be able to use a lot more tools when it comes to creating your own stuff. So I don't really see the point of limiting yourself when it comes to influences like that. Absolutely, and the reason I ask that is I'm always interested is um, bands as yourself. Um, your style is very intricate and. Uh, um, very complex, and I just always wonder if there's a hidden Thin Lizzy track that you guys recorded back in the day or something like that that you don't put out just because it doesn't fit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, but yeah, I don't think we have that. Maybe <laughs> maybe one or two songs, but probably we'll we'll keep that to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I wanted to ask, what can fans look for next? <sighs> what bands can look for next? Fans. What your wow. bands can look for next? Fans. Our fans can uh, look forward to a lot, I think. Uh, right now, we're looking into um, gigs. Like, we want to, as, as I mentioned, we would like to tour this album if possible. So that's our main focus right now, looking yeah. into... Play it live. Yeah. Play live as much as possible. Absolutely, because we haven't played live for several years now because of the pandemic and everything. Mm. And now, at least in Sweden, uh, a lot of the restrictions have been lifted so we can finally play again. So um, we're going to play a lot in Sweden and hopefully, if possible, uh, outside of Sweden as well. Uh, we'll see what happens. And also, uh, stay tuned on our Facebook and our website and everything like that because uh, there will be some new material out on the web as well, uh, talking videos and stuff. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. And you spoke uh, briefly about uh, your history. Can you tell me how the band was formed? Well, um, um, for me as a drummer, I I joined the band uh, somewhere in the summer of two thousand nine. Uh, it was extremely hot here in Sweden, uh, somewhere in the middle of July, and um, um, the band um, was probably formed in uh, two thousand seven or. 2008 and uh, 
they uh, uh, they they have been looking for uh, drummers um, for quite a while um, back then, probably for a year or something. And I just uh, uh, found a message uh, on on the band uh, page somewhere, um, and um, um, well, I just made a message, uh, sent a message uh, to one of the guys, and they were like, "Oh yeah, w w when can you come and play?" Uh, and, I, and I said, "Well, yeah, in a couple of days, no worries." And uh, from that day, when I um, yeah uh, just we were jamming together and uh, we played a cover song from Gamma Ray. I don't really remember. And uh, that was it. And I, fr fr from that day when, when I joined the band, I, I, I saw, um, I saw the, um, every single band, they are so talented, dedicated. And, uh, yeah, the, the future, uh, um, was, yeah, it seemed, it seemed to be great, and um, uh, maybe one year later or something, yeah, Marcus came to us. Uh, want to talk about that, Marcus? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah uh, so it was around 2010, and I had recently discovered that I could sing, kind of, and I was looking for a band to join. So um, Palantir was the, the second band I ever joined. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the first one. Let's <laughs> leave that to history. And um, yeah, I, I went auditioned uh, and the band was fully set. All they needed was a singer. So I came there and I uh, auditioned by singing uh, one original song by Palantir that they had sent to me that I should practice and a cover of Dio's Rainbow in the Dark. I absolutely screwed up Rainbow in the Dark. Uh, it was extremely embarrassing. I <laughs> overshot that completely. And But they gave me a chance and I sang their original song instead after that and, and pretty much nailed it. And... Uh, from then on, I, I was a member of the band, and we started jamming a lot together and decided, uh, hey, we've been in this rehearsal studio for a year now. Isn't it time to, to book some gigs or record something? Mm. Uh, and that's when we started playing live, which um, led to our first gig in 2012, the summer of 2012. And it was, it was a huge success for what it was. And... Um, it just went on from there. Uh, it was really inspiring to be a part of that. And and then we had some issues with the lineup. Um, a few of the original members, um, they didn't really uh, want to be a part of it anymore, I guess. And uh, that's what halted us for so long when it came to the first album. And also what made it difficult uh, for us uh, regarding this second album as well. Because when we did the first album, we were only three out of six members left in the band. It was me, Emmanuel, and, and Frederick. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, after we released our first album, we started looking for new members. 
And we tried a few different lineups before we finally found the one we have today with the addition of, of Cedric, uh, Johannes, and Kalle. Um, and when that finally fell into place, we uh, recorded this album, Chasing a Dream. Uh, and I mean, the title track is very much about us, <laughs> in a way. Uh, we're still chasing that dream of becoming great musicians in a larger, bigger, better band. So yeah, I, I think that's a brief history of the band. Let's say uh, life came in between yeah. uh, um, the recordings and, uh, uh, for example, uh, this uh, Chasing a Dream record, uh, it wasn't easy for us uh, at all. It was quite painful. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I went into the wall um, um, couple of months before I did the drum recordings and uh, uh, had a lot of um, uh, problems with my sleep uh, and uh, um, yeah it, it was really painful for me uh, personal uh, to to record um, but um, now when, when we when we finally released the production, I I feel so relieved, and I I am so proud of of this uh, band and this community we have. Um, we we've, we've been growing so much together uh, mm. since the first uh, decision we took when the pandemic yeah. came in. Um, and um, uh, there, there's been a lot of uh, uh, digital meetings uh, over Facebook, or um, yeah, and uh, lots of um, uh, chats. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I think that as far as chasing a dream, as far as you guys as musicians, you are already there. Thank you. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> On my well, own, I mean, you... oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're never gonna feel like that, though. I think we're, we we have that sort of mindset that uh, we we're always trying to up ourselves. You know, trying to okay, this next thing is gonna be even better than the thing we did before. Mm -hmm. And so, I th I don't think we're ever gonna be happy about anything we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think no one is uh, when it comes to recordings. Yeah, I I, I don't think anyone will. But but also be like satisfied. yeah, but also like in a good way because we're all very motivated to get started on the next thing. I wanted to ask you if you could tell me your proudest moments, proudest moment as an artist. What would it be? Wow, that's a tough one. I do remember uh, I played in a, uh, on a festival in south of Stockholm. Uh, that was 2008. Um, I just uh, came home from a trip from America, actually, and uh, 
I had two days uh, of, uh, of a short break before the festival. And uh, I did a gig, a uh, 45-minute gig uh, with a, a soul rock band uh, with um, with a horn section. And um, yeah, and uh, uh, I was so nervous and uh, I... Um, um and it was a video recording as well and i pl- we played in front of uh, 3000 people or something um and uh, that, and i got it on dvd so that 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 was my best gig i ever done in my career uh but when it comes to palantir i i think it's uh, at that simple pub gig we we did in 2012 um yeah when we played the title track chasing a dream yeah we uh, opened with that one yeah we opened up with that one and uh um it was a tiny club house in stockholm and uh yeah yeah our keyboard player at the time couldn't even fit in the stage he had to stand beside the stage yeah like the <laughs> In the wardrobe section, yeah, and I, and I was like, I don't know if, if our uh, speaker cabinets would would fit uh, on the stage as well, so we had we had to turn it um, oh, yeah. a little bit on. So it didn't matter because we mic them, but but uh, and the and the the, the uh, sound guy in the house, he he, uh, I I recognized him because I've been working with him uh, on Sweden Rock Festival, um, and uh, I've I've been working on Sweden Rock uh, as a um, uh, drum technician. Um, so uh, um, and I remembered that this guy could really do the job, and I and I I remember I spoke to him before. Uh, we um, were supposed to do the sound check, and he was he was listening uh, on our demo tracks on YouTube, uh, so 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 he could get the right sound picture, um, and um, that that really uh, set me on fire before before the sound check. I, I remember we did yeah. probably a five minute uh, sound check. That's it. Uh, we just took uh, some vocal parts and the, the the guitar solo parts, and that's it. And he freaking nailed it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> every yeah. he freaking nailed it. Still uh, to yeah. this day, the best sound we've ever had. Live. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, there was only one uh, uh, subwoofer in the house as well, and and the the. the uh, the sound uh, fr- from the PA system was awesome, uh, and uh, you know I, when I came there and uh, I was I was just set- setting up the drum kit. I was like, "Oh, is this gonna be one of those gigs that that you <laughs> right. know a, a, a drunk sound guy?" And uh, but man, he was professional, and yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was cool. Really, a really cool guy. I just don't remember his name. 
Yeah. I'm always like that. When I when I when it's I like a mythical beast. <laughs> yeah. I'm always, I'm always like that when when I when I uh when I uh, uh, find interesting technicians doesn't matter if it's if it is uh uh sound guys or lights light guys uh, do the lightnings or something I, I I always ask for uh their phone numbers or something I mean just in case you never know what's going to happen in the future yeah sure yeah yeah and, and for me my proudest moment uh if not that very same gig that we just talked about then it's got to be when i when i first got to hold our first album in my hands physically you know that that kind of feeling uh holding my own music like this is real i'm a musician now <laughs> and that that felt very surreal to me because as a teenager it was something like i've always dreamt about doing and uh, then when when it finally happened I, I couldn't really believe it and it's such a good album too i mean i, I i'm still very very proud about that album <laughs> um and for me personally because it it was my it was the first album i ever recorded uh with any anyone and uh yeah that was that was a big moment for me i wanted to ask you guys um what's the best advice you've been given along your musical career well uh we've been given a lot of advice and we've learned a lot of lessons i think the best advice i've ever gotten regarding vocals uh i can't even remember who who said it to me first but because I've never had any vocal lessons. I've I've taken two lessons and that was like a year ago. So I've been singing professionally a lot without ever knowing what I'm doing. But the one thing that I've been told very early on in my career is one rule when it comes to vocals. If it hurts, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And and that's helped me throughout my vocal career. Oh, and for me um when it yeah when it comes to my mind i i i did a little uh four day tour to together with uh key marcello the um um former guitar player of europe um he um um i played with, a, with another heavy, heavy metal band on the and the, the last night the um the drummer of the band he he um he came to me and he he wanted a serious conversation with me because uh i, I was at the same time his uh drum technician drum tech and um he he plays with um devin townsend at the moment and uh, several uh, uh musicians and uh uh he said to me dude you you got gonna have to leave this band yeah you're too good for them and uh you know every everybody in my band they 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 were drunk uh maybe seven hours before the gig and uh uh, i remember that it it was a lot of time that we just sat there and wait and wait and you know and uh and it it was free free alcohol and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh um yeah so so he um 
the drummer there, he he uh, he didn't really expect expected all all those uh, professional handling from from my uh, from my perspective and. Uh, uh, so we said, dude, if you if you're if you want to be a better drummer, uh, please take my advice and leave this band at once. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I I left the band probably six months later or something. Uh, it took uh, it took me a lot of guts <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Yeah. And what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? The best way to get merchandise from our band is to go uh, either to our Facebook page, where you can find links uh, to our merch, or you could go to our official website, uh, which is palantirsweden.se, and there's a link to our shop there as well. Uh, and the shop is also uh, our Bandcamp page, so you can also find us on Bandcamp, I guess. And if you guys could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Don't listen to what anyone says. And do your thing and keep chasing your dreams. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Couldn't say it any better. <laughs> Well, I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. It's been yeah, a pleasure being here. Thank you very much. Please feel free to update me at any time on any new news as it comes about. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. You guys take care, and you guys have a great rest of your day, and I hope to talk to you again real soon. Thank you, and the same to you. Cheers. 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 Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, you can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.